you've done a lot of things in life. Pink Floyd's tour manager, you were in a straight jacket, November 14th, 1988, after having a psychotic break with a lot of cocaine involved. You've written jingles for various commercials, got really well known for that, got really well known for being an asshole in that period of time. And thank you. Going into the future, as a self-taught musician, you started creating music for all of the greats in personal development and business development. Um, T. Harvecker, right? Rattleoff, who are some of the other names that you made music uh, uh, for? T. Harvecker, Brendan Burchard, Alex Mandosian, Chris and Janet Atwood, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen. So let me ask you this, and I, I say this from my personal background as a self-taught filmmaker. I really tried to learn and and learn filmmaking from professionals and when i would buy like these online courses or whatever it just was so dry and so tough and i was like this this can't be the way so i just i just started doing it and i was horrible like if people are are watching this and they go to my youtube channel i've left all of my first videos on youtube so that people can see where this all began so they don't think like i was naturally talented right i mean i i showed the the woman i'm seeing some of the early videos she was on the ground laughing <laughs> at all of the original. My mom wouldn't even watch right. my original video. That's how bad I was. So there's no, there's no talent here. It's just a lot of looking at it and working and being inspired mm -hmm. by what media can do. So when it comes to making this type of music for, for these legends, right, who kept calling you and requesting songs to be made... How do you think about it? Because I know the, the reason why my media career has done what it's done is because I'm not thinking about it as a filmmaker. I'm always thinking about it as a business person. Mm -hmm. And that's why the media, I think, performs the way that it does. Right. Is that, is that true of your music side? Yeah, there's two things. I just wanted to let, let everybody who's listening to this or watching this know that, first of all, you, you've honed your craft, my brother. Okay. And... Uh, but everybody's got to start somewhere, okay? And so I think one of the biggest obstacles that everybody has in life, which is part of what my platform, Sculpting Your Life, is all about, is that we think that we can't do something because, A, maybe we've never done it. Oh, it's going to be too hard to learn it. The, the, the really crazy mind trap, is anybody going to like it? I mean, listen, Skip, to, the, to this day, when I sit down and I'll write either a song for one of my programs or write a track for one of my brain technologies, I will tell you, man, the first thought, I, first thought that comes to my mind is, who's going to like this? And then I go, oh, w wait a minute. Your music and your ideas have been consumed by more than 3 million people in the world, Paul. So, so get out of that mind state, which I call the mind states, and, and, and understand that if you just let, get out of your own way and just go for it. So... The thing about music or film or media, whatever it is that, that's doing is, I look at music as a marketing tool, okay? Because there's all these different ways that people learn, as we know, we know. But if you can create music that gets people to connect or anchor or identify with some principle, then they're going to be able to use that to, um, to be able to... Um, think about what you're trying to teach them in a whole different way. Mm. You know, I'm doing a podcast next week uh, with a friend of mine called Rich. His name is Rich Sheffern. I don't know if you, if you know Rich. Um, big, big marketer. Strategic Profits was his company. He's got a podcast called Steal Our Winners. And we're going to get on, on it and we're going to talk about how music can drive marketing. So for me, it's like when, when Harv Eckers said to me, hey, um, uh, can you write a song for me? And I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I wrote a song and I sang it live and he came up to me after and he said, hey man, can you write songs for all my courses? That was, my, that was, that was the only chief aim that I had, which was to let him understand that if you have your own, your own branded piece of, of music or you have your own branded content or whatever it might be, Skip, then that, that kind of gets you down a, a, a path where you're, now you're not relying on anybody else to, to, to spread your message, you're spreading your message in all the channels you can spread it. So for me, I think, you know, as, as being somebody who 
has that gift to be able to do that. Now, listen, I, I, I don't really do too much of that anymore, write songs for people. I'd write a song for you, though, bro. I'd write a song for your podcast, absolutely, if you want me to. That would be wonderful. Yes, I'll take that I'll offer. I'll absolutely <laughs> do that for you. I just, um, but, but, you know, I don't really do that too much anymore because, first of all, um, it takes a lot of time, a lot of work, and unless I'm vested in, in, in who I'm doing it for, then um, um, it's just, it's just like, like we were talking earlier about the podcast and so forth. But I will say that again, if if you if you try to really get get too caught up in the nonsense that goes on in your mind, your mind traps, and you're not going to want to do whatever you want to do because you're just going to give up. You know, there's always three forms to an idea. This will be I'll close this loop for you. There's always three forms to the idea. There's the idea. That's A. There's C is the outcome. That's your desired outcome. What do you want to happen? B is the most important part of any idea. Because what happens is, hey, man, I'm going to do this, blah. And then you know what the next thought most people have is? Oh, I don't know how to do that. And you know what they do? They don't do it. Now, if you say, oh, I have this idea, then here's what you should do. You should ask yourself the following question. What do I need to do to make it happen? And then you just make it happen. Because you're in action mode. Mm. Okay. I've got uh, something I call the most beautiful question. Hmm. And when I was working with very high level CEOs, I noticed that they always ask questions very differently than I did. Mm. I would ask questions like, how do I do this thing? Or um, who should I talk to to learn how to do this thing? Which those are, those are pretty good questions. Yeah. I noticed they asked much, much different questions than me. And they would ask things like, what could possibly happen that would make this easy and fun to do? I like it. And they would ask it in many different variations, but essentially that formula. Yeah. So I call that the most beautiful question, which is, let's say you want sculpting your life to reach a million email subscribers and like paid people in this community that are just living these incredible lives. And they're just constantly sharing beauty with each other. And they're constantly partnering with each other and, and just becoming exponential, right? And impacting their families and their employees and the people that they work with if they're employed, right? You say, what could possibly happen in the next 60 days for a million people to get involved in this community and living these beautiful lives? Mm. Like what could happen? And then I start thinking like, well, Brendan Burchard could say like, I want to partner with you on sculpting your life. Sure. A million people could happen pretty quickly. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, Oprah could call you and say like, hey, I know you've worked with all my friends and for some reason your name keeps popping up. Could you come on the show? Sure. And, you know, and you start thinking about like, whoa, those things could happen. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, first of all, you know, we both know a lot of people. And, and that in 50, I always have this expression, that in 50 cents will get you on the subway. So you don't rest on your laurels because laurels are just a building block, if you will. I don't even like that word. Just a building block for what can happen. So it's all about momentum that creates the motivation and the inspiration that empowers you to take the next step. Okay, I wrote a song called The First Step. I sent it to you on, on what I gave you. Who was uh, that one for? I wrote it for a movie called uh, The Compass. And, and the, the opening line is, the first step is always the hardest one, but until you take it, no dream gets done. Okay, so most people don't take the first step because they're scared or whatever, and that's human nature, don't get me wrong. But the truth of the matter is, man, unless you are willing to fail, you're never going to get ahead, man. You're never going to get to where you want to get to because mistakes and, and failures are what are the fabric of how you, you, you're able to, to learn new ways to do things. And so, you know, I always tell people the story about how they invented um, Velcro. You ever hear that story? I have heard that, but go ahead and tell it. Right. So the guy's walking a dog. He, he worked at 3M. He's walking his dog. He's got like a long-haired lab or something, whatever it is, or a collie, whatever. Walking through the forest, blah, blah, gets home, looks at his dog, and sees these burrs are caught on his fur. And he's gone, geez, man, I can't get them off. It's taking him forever to take them off. And he went, bingo. And he, did, he invented Velcro. So you had, you had this and this, put it together and whatever. So most people, again, as I say, they, 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 they get in their own way. The biggest, I mean, the biggest obstacle to anybody, as I said before, is, is you. I mean, I'm my biggest obstacle. But if you can really just let yourself be free, have fun like you just said, 
I don't call it work. I call it play, to be honest with you. And just go for it, man. You know, that's where boom, boom comes into things, man. But, but again, most people are so caught up in being perfect. You know, I always tell people that if, if things were perfect, you'd have nothing to work on. So don't, don't think perfect. Don't think you got to please people. Don't think that if, if you make a mistake, oh, no, no. Just, man, open the door, jump out. It's like, put a parachute on, by the way. But if you're on a plane, just jump out and go for it, man. Because the universe is going to take care of you if it hears the right communication you're sending it. And, and What and is the right communication? Is The right communication, in my mind, what I do is I'm always open to whatever, the unknown, if you will. I'm open to the unknown because in the unknown is where the miracles happen. Okay, so what you're saying is in your life, you've experienced enough jumping out of the plane, figuratively speaking, maybe literally. Yeah that you have a trust of life that if you have some sort of a North star mm -hmm. and you know what your A and your C are, mm -hmm. that B is going to become more clear on the way. Absolutely, because I'm going to be clear in B. I'm going to be clear about what you said. You know, the beautiful question, that's B, right? Or what do I need to do to make it happen? That's B, right? How do we, like, so let's say we're in B, yeah. right? And we're stressed in B yeah. because it hasn't yet become clear. Right. What are some of the tools that you use to, like, ground yourself in that process of getting more clear on B? Okay. Well, one of them is I, I don't get attached to anything, okay? I don't get attached to outcomes. I don't, get, I don't have expectations because expectations create disappointment, Oh man, it didn't happen. I, be free with yourself. Keep, keep an open mind and, and, and just keep, keep, keep stepping and moving forward. Okay, it's been proved scientifically, and I'm a good example of this. It, it's been proved scientifically that most people, not us, Skip, I know this, will give up when they try something between three and five times that they, and if they don't get the results that they're looking for. They'll give up. Now, I wanted to learn to play guitar. I'm a, I play a little keyboard. I'm not a great player, but I'm a really good creator and, music, and songwriter. So I picked up the, the guitar. I wanted to learn the guitar, right? I got some really sweet guitars in my place, man, right? So I picked the guitar up one day, and, and one day, and I'm going, damn, man, it's just hard to move my fingers here, right? Not, I've never played guitar, okay? Totally new thing for me, right? It's different than this. They got to do this. Keyboard, whatever. So now I'm playing the guitar for one day. Now, all right, put it down, man. It'll get better tomorrow. Picked it up tomorrow. Same thing happened. Pick it up the third day and said, you know what, man? This is not for me. Because my mind, I was saying, you know what? I'm going to be able to pick this thing up because I'm very confident, by the way. Okay, and I'm not ego. I'm just confident because you need to be confident in life. I, I thought I was going to play like Eric Clapton after three days, man. No, you're not going to because it takes practice. Anything you want to master in your life, takes practice and repetition. You, as an example, you looking at your old YouTube things, you're going, holy crap, how did I get to where I am now? And now you're an, you're an extraordinary filmmaker, media, media guy. So, but it didn't happen for you overnight, but you stuck with it. And when you stuck with it, you were able to take all those things that were gonna come at you anyway, and go, okay, here comes, a, here's incoming, next, incoming. So my favorite word is next, okay? And boom, boom. And boom, boom. Because I know when one door closes, another one's getting ready to open. When you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And so if things don't work out for you, next. So you just can't, you know, again, it's so, I always tell people there's two forms to an excuse, okay? There's the excuse you make. And then there's the excuse you make for the excuse. And most people do that. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Well, why didn't you do that? Well, I didn't do that because. It's like, no, 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 no. you got to jump in full participation, full participation in your life. So there's definitely a system to figuring out which things to really do. Because I, I, there's, there's like this path in life I see people go down mm -hmm. and... and listening to nine interviews 
being done in the last three days has really been awesome to hear all these stories back to back of all these legends, yourself included. You can set a North Star when you're younger in life and some people have a lot of clarity on exactly what they want. Some people not so much. Mm -hmm. and, and that's true of any age, to be fair, especially when we go through like seasons of hardship or, or some of the darker seasons. And they set these North Stars and they say, like, for instance, for me, right, media is not the only thing that I started building the skill of. A lot of those other things kind of fell away as I did them because I was like, mm, you know, it's not, there's not that, that pull, that deeper inspiration, that like feeling of like, heck yes. Like when I was making those videos, even though they were terrible, there was this feeling there where I was like, mm, I just I love it, you know? Mm -hmm. And even this, like these microphones and these cameras and like the light and all the, I just, there's like a feeling. I just, it's like a hug. It's literally like, it's a, it's a warm hug mm. to be setting up the gear and to be pressing record and to be in the conversation. And that feeling has grown stronger over time. Whereas I also became a hip hop dancer <laughs> in the same time period. I, I need to see that, bro. Yeah. It's, I love it. Uh, I, yeah. I definitely love dancing, um, of all forms. Right. But it wasn't the same warm hug feeling, yeah. although I enjoyed it. Sure. So I just kind of let that fall away. I also taught rock climbing. And while I enjoyed it, there wasn't like that deeper feeling of like, I don't, I don't know how to describe that feeling. How do people, if maybe they're not as in tune, how do people discover what those deeper purpose activities or skill sets are in your experience? Well, um, it's awesome. I didn't know that about you, man. I didn't know the hip hop thing. I didn't know them. That's awesome, man. I can't wait to do that with you. But um, <laughs> so here's the thing, you know, um, first of all, I would always tell people, and this might sound very simple. If you don't love what you do, do something different. Mm. What if what if people find that they don't love anything that they do? Then find something that you love doing. Mm. How? Be, how? Because, like, what would you because recommend? It, it's, it, it's never because. We all inherently, I think that's the word, or intuitively as well, have a, a burning desire within us to do something, to be something, to create something, to show something to the world of who we are. Because you know what, man? There ain't nobody on the planet like you, bro, or me. You're unique. Nobody's like you, Skip. And so um, as I said the other day, it's like, and I didn't come up with this, um, I think Oscar Wilde did. He said, listen, you might as well be you because everybody else is taken, okay? And that's the truth. So, so for me, you know, so I'm in a world where there's coaches or life coaches or teachers or trainers or whatever the word is, whatever the word of the day is. I'm not interested in the word of the day. I'm interested in making my own noise. So the first thing I would tell people to do is make your own noise. What do I mean by that? There's a lot of noise out there, man. You, you know, you know me, if you're going to go right, I'm going left. Okay. And I'm going to take all the consequences by going left. And that's going to be, one of them is going to be falling on my face. One of them is going to be making mistakes. One of it's going to be searching, 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 seeking, finding, and all of a sudden I'm going to get an aha moment. That's it. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to be my own laboratory of life and I'm going to be the grand experiment. Something I'm learning from what you're saying is to keep in my mind, keep in my awareness every day that the aha is coming as long as I'm seeking it. Absolutely, man. So I can, I feel like people can take a lot of comfort in that. I hope because, you know, don't close, don't close off your ability. Again, Everybody has a unique skill set, okay? My unique skill set is, man, I'm a content guy, okay? I don't build websites, okay? I can write, I'm a good writer, okay? I'm not a tech guy, okay? I have a recording studio. I didn't plug one of those plugs in, bro. I got miles of stuff of wire in my can, but I hired somebody to do that for me because I know that if I did it, none of it would work. So know what you're good at. Really get clear of what your unique skill set is and then there's a word called delegate. And then delegate the shit you can't do. Because you don't want to waste your time. Your time is valuable. I understand the whole concept of time and space, blah, blah, blah. But your time is valuable, so you might as well spend it on what hones your, your unique skill set. 
Now, what if someone's listening to this and they hear they're unique, their time is valuable, and when they hear that, they just don't feel like that's true for them? Well, then they need to find, figure out why, why, why they think that way. And, and I, would, I would say probably nine out of ten times, Skip, the reason people don't think that way is because they don't believe in themselves, man. Okay, now, we can talk about belief and all that stuff as much as you want, but the truth of the matter is you got to start believing in yourself, man, because you, you're the only one, you're the only one that can create your extraordinary life. I call it your epic ideal life. Everything you do in life, my opinion is based around some thought and belief that you have about you. Now, I've been on the planet longer than you, okay? You look pretty good though. I've been on the planet longer than you and that doesn't mean anything except I've just experienced more things, okay? But it's not even about more things, it's about the quality of what we experience in life and what we take from the experience, okay? I always tell people, what you do today is gonna determine what you do tomorrow, okay? So be very mindful about what that is. And so most people are, are in their search process, again, go back to, oh, I don't know what I wanna do, oh, I don't wanna do that, good. You know you don't wanna do that, don't do that anymore. Oh, but, but I don't wanna do that, good, don't do that anymore. Oh, but, but, oh, that feels pretty good, oh, good. Let's try to look at some of that now. But most of it's just self-imposed. You put yourself in a self-imposed prison, I call it mind traps. You need to get, take the key because you only you hold the key, unlock it, open the door, get out and go for it. And if you don't do that, then there's only one person, only one person that you can look at in the mirror and say, Jesus, why didn't I do that? And that's you. So if when you get up in the morning, go look in the mirror, and what's reflecting back at you. Start to shift what you think. Instead of thinking, oh, geez, I'm not enough, or I'm unlovable, or I can't do this, or I will never be abundant, or whatever you tell yourself. Change the conversation, man. Silence that inner critic in you, because we all have it. Because the inner critic in you wants you to fail. I'm positive of that. But then there's a big voice of possibility in you that wants you to succeed. So which one do you want to listen to? You mentioned something in that wonderful diatribe there that you said what you do today is going to dictate what you do tomorrow. So let's say like I've got that North Star. I know exactly what I love. I know exactly where I'm going. And I just get at the end of like a two week or a two month or a two year sprint. And there's just, I'm like, I just want to take a vacation. I just want like three days of like Netflix and chill mm -hmm. or like eat ice cream or mm -hmm. whatever after a sprint, right? There's two ways I can think about that. Number one, like maybe I just need a break, mm -hmm. right? Maybe I just need like a, like let the air out of the tires a little mm -hmm. bit. It's been high performance mode. I want to just be on the beach for a minute and let my nervous system really reset. Because when you're going through changes, when you're growing like that, your system, right? It's in that sympathetic mode because you're transforming. Uh -huh. And maybe once you've transformed enough times, the the more years you have under your belt, the less and less stressful that becomes. Mm -hmm. And I, I've noticed that with myself. Like when I was trying to transform at 22 to 32, it's a very different story. Sure, You're way more chill about it because yeah. you're like, oh, I've done all these other things. Yeah. I'm sure at your age, you're like, I can do anything. And it's just chill, hopefully. That being said, I do believe that what you do today dictates tomorrow. So how do I draw the line for myself? And maybe I don't, maybe I don't need to draw a line. Maybe there's a whole other perspective on this. And I'm, I'm wondering what that perspective is from you. That is it a self-imposed limit that I need to take breaks? That you need, you don't need anything, bro. Let me put it to you that way. Nobody needs anything. Everything that's necessary, I like the word necessary, I don't need, need I, don't, I don't want anything, I don't need anything. Everything that's necessary for you, Skip Kelly, to be the ultimate, highest potential, best self, you already got. It's already in here. All you gotta do is access it and activate it and integrate it, 
okay? Because your environment, I-N, your environment creates your environment, E-N. So you already have everything necessary. So, bro, can I curse on this thing? Absolutely. Okay. So if you want to take a fucking break, take it. You know how many days I wake up sometime and go, you know what, I man, I ain't doing nothing today. Fuck that. I'm going out to the beach. You know, and w by doing that, I give, I, I'm free. I'm, I'm creating freedom for myself. Now, we, we both play hard, okay? I'm not talking about partying. I'm talking about, because I don't call it work, I call it play. We both play hard because that gives us the ability to take those three days off or to take a nap for 20 minutes or whatever it takes for you to regenerate and recharge. And see, there's this expression we were talking about earlier, it's called FOMO, fear of missing out. There, you, there's nothing, you're not gonna miss anything unless you think you're missing something. And if you think, so I wrote, you know, I write this thing every morning called Good Morning, Great Day. So today, one of the, one of the thoughts in it was, it's not about the quantity of stuff that you do. It's about the quality of the inspiration that moves you. Mm. So that being said, if you find, or if I find, or if anyone finds, that they need to take a lot of breaks, they don't have that pull of inspiration that we mentioned earlier, maybe it's, it's time to keep seeking. Well, what's a lot of breaks? Let's That's a great question. That. What is a lot of breaks? So yeah, let's say, I would say, if I were to make it quantifiable sure. or objective, a lot of breaks is like if every weekend you get to Saturday mm -hmm. and you need to sleep for two days, uh -huh. that's a lot of breaks. And it would be two things, right? Maybe the inspiration or maybe the thing that you're doing or the environment that you're in or the community that you have is draining your energy for some reason, which is either an internal thing or or an external reality. Right. Or the body is, is undergoing some sort of physical issues sure. that need to be like more deeply looked at, which you can go to the Andrew Huberman podcast for. <laughs> okay, I will do that for sure. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. You know, first of all, you, your body is your greatest um, um, uh, messenger, if you will. You know, I, I always tell people, you know, listen to your body. You know, it's like, oh, I'm so really tired. Well, just listen to your body. If you're tired, if you're tired, what I would suggest you do is then step back, rest, whatever that looks like to you, and replenish. Now, rest rest is also objectively a different thing from person to person, right? Sure. You're 71, yeah. and you you look happy like a to god, be too, bro. Right? What like what? Okay, so let me let me do the rest thing, and then I want to get all of your pro tips. So when it comes to rest, you can't just like lay down. That's not rest, right? Well, who said? Well, rest is got to be intentional in my experience of it. You, Everything's intentional. Everything, Do you right? mind if we banter a little Let's bit? Let's go. Okay, good. So everything, go ahead, come on, bring it yeah, on. Yeah, so, so rest has uh -huh. to be intentional. Sure. You, if you just lay down, but you're still thinking uh -huh. about all the things and you're still answering texts and emails it's not or you're rest, stressing no. out, it's, yeah, it's not going to be, it might even tire you more. Right. Right. So so here's, here's, here's I do a three-step process in this program I have called Day Sculpting. The first process is called morning lift. Okay, how you get up? I'm a big, I'm a big guy, as you know, Skip, on rituals. I believe a morning ritual is one of the most important things you can do for your life. How you start your day determines everything. Okay, now you can start your day. When people wake up in the morning, most people, I'm telling you, I've got this principle I call it the either-or principle. Basically, either you're going to do it or you're not. It's not rocket science, man. It's just not rocket. Oh well, I'll do it when it's perfect. It'll never be perfect. Oh, I'll do it when I meet the right people. Well, the only way you're going to meet the right people is if you do it. How are you going to meet people unless you do it? Okay, were well, they going to just show up? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, so morning lift. It's about setting yourself up, right? So when I get up in the morning, I'm focused on me and what I need to do to get my mind my thinking, my thoughts, my energy, my essence, my beingness moving in the direction I want to go, okay? Most people, when they get up in the morning, they say one of two things, bro. Man, I can't wait to get going. Or, oh my God, another day. Oh, Jesus Christ, another day. Oh my God. Well, I'm not that person. I'm, I mean, I'm up, man. And even if I've got stuff going on, I'm going through it, man. I'm walking through every wall that comes in front of me. 
Now, do I get success when I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm on point and I'm moving. Midday, I always take a break, right? They always say, science has said that if you take a break midday, whatever you do, between five, three to five minutes, what happens? So if you're working, 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 get up, walk somewhere. Go to a window and look out. Go look at a tree. Do something that's a reset. And then what will happen is your brain, you'll get away from it, and your brain will come go, okay, I, it's a reset, because your brain's pretty smart, I think. I'm pretty sure that's true. Okay, that's at least I've been told that. Okay? And your brain's only as smart as what you put in it. And I'll get to that in a minute. And so, so you got to get up and just reset, and then what will happen is you'll come back, you'll be refreshed, that's if you really are intentional, Skip. And I love that word because everything in life's intention, man. When I wake up in the morning, I set an intention for my day through my ritual. When I go to sleep at night, I set an intention for the kind of sleep I want to do. When I'm driving over here and doing this amazing podcast with my buddy Skip Kelly, I'm setting a freaking intention, okay? And when I walked in this room, the first thing I said to myself as I sat in this chair was, Where's your energy, Paul? Because where I want my energy to be is right here, right now, focused, present. Because I don't have anything but this moment right here, nor do you. And the last thing you do at night in, is I always do this process called highlights and insights. So get at, take a break five minutes, do whatever you need to do. Make it 10 minutes if you want. Make it 20 minutes. Make it whatever it is that gets you out of where you are so you can reset, reset, reset. And the last thing I do at night is called highlights and insights. You know, people, you know when most people, review, most people review their day, you know what they do, bro? They focus on what they didn't do. Mm. You know when you focus on what you didn't do, you know what that is? In my opinion, that's negative energy. Because now you're saying, oh God, I didn't do this. Oh God, I didn't do that. And you all of a sudden you're telling your brain, oh, you didn't do, you didn't do, you didn't do. I guess you just don't do. Or, well, how about this? Why don't you focus on the highlights of your day? I call them highlights. Highlights are something you've done really well. I'm positive. I'm positive about this. Most people have done at least one good thing a day. I'm positive of that. Focus on one good thing. Focus on what you've done that's moved the needle for you. Whatever it is, business, life, relationship, your spiritual practice, whatever it might be. So. Focus on the highlights, check in on the highlights first, and then give yourself a standing ovation, okay? Then focus on the insights. Now what are insights? Insights are shit you wanna make into highlights. Mm. That's all they are. They're not negative. Okay, you didn't get that done, great, it's an insight. You didn't get that done, why didn't you get that done? Oh good, now you can make it a highlight. It's popping up to me as like a video game where when you go through like let's just go all the way back to like mario like the original 2d version where you're jumping through stuff uh -huh. and you like realized when they give you the summary at the end of the level that you missed 50 stars out of a thousand and you're like oh okay so whenever i go back and play that level again i'll just go for those extra 50 that i missed i must find like that secret compartment with those stars uh -huh. that's all it is that's all it is and then once you find that secret compartment you know what happens it unlocks another one mm. see because you're always moving forward so forward thinking, forward thinking, forward thinking, reflection, reflection. That's a big thing too. Reflect on where you are. Okay, you know, I got this process called tuning in. You know, so again, when I said to you um, 20 minutes ago, whatever it was, I said, you know, man, if people are going to go right, I'm going left, okay? I like to invent my own language. So I have a process. It's called Sculptations. It's a great product and, and it's a great brain thing. And, and most people would call it meditation. Now, I'm not opposed to the word meditation. But I'm opposed to, hmm, that puts me in a box. Now, I understand what meditation is, but I call it tuning in, right? Because everybody else calls it meditation. So what's tuning in? Well, tuning in is obviously meditation or, or some, some form of being able to go within and actually access all that stuff you already got, okay? Seven steps. Ready? Step one, observe where you are in your life. You ever read The Power of Now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Greatest thing about that book that I took, I always take away one thing from something at least. It's a witness. It's the witness. Step back and witness where you are in your life so you know where you can go. I'm gonna, I want to interject and add something here that I feel is really relevant. 
I used to do these classes for my Avengers group. Mm-hmm. It's like an international friends group. We meet up and go to cool places, right? And that was always a dream. It's cool that it's a reality now. And when I would teach these like money mindset classes, because I had worked with all these billionaires in SoCal, and while I was not at their level, I learned so much from spending time around them. Sure. And one of the things that I found stuck out so wildly, also reading a bunch of different books about this topic, like I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi and mm-hmm. Happy Money by Ken Honda was changing the energy around money. Mm. And in this example, I would also recommend using the same principle for changing the energy around your day. And so uh, one year and two days ago was one of the worst days of my life. And I went through a really hard period. I mean, really bad, like fetal position, crying on a daily basis several times a day for a while there. And while it wasn't necessarily a pity party at that point, it was a willingness to allow myself to be in the depths of the darkness of that moment, mm. knowing that if I just allowed that for that period of time very intentionally, that I could move through it faster mm. and get to a brighter place sooner rather than carrying it for years. And, and it did indeed happen. So something I used to do and teach people about money is to open your bank account every day, no matter what, look at it and have a positive energy, no matter what you see. And so something that I think I have done in the past when I was much younger and seen people do is when they look at their day objectively, they look at their life objectively. There was a period of time where I did not want to look at it objectively. I wanted to coat it with unicorn dust Mm. and I wanted it to look like rainbows and butterflies, Mm. no matter how bad it was. And what I would now say to myself is like, no, look at it very objectively Mm -hmm. and judge yourself more harshly with the intention of bringing positive energy to that harshness, right? So instead of, yeah, again, like making it look pretty, even when it's dark, Mm -hmm. like look at like that darkness, knowing that the aha is coming, knowing that you're on the journey. So it's also this this element of saying that like grief or shame is just as beautiful as joy or love because there there's the same energy moved in a different place on the board. Absolutely. And the board, you're always moving. You're always moving unless you don't want to move, right? So as long as you're willing to move, you can always move that energy later. It doesn't have to be different right now. So I love this idea of taking a look at your day and your life objectively mm-hmm. And always trying to bring a more positive energy to your subjective experience of it. Absolutely. Just like the bank account right. analogy. So, so, so I, I'll give you, I love the bank account thing. So, so here's the thing. Everything that happens, in, now this is a concept that, that most people I don't think can grasp, all those, except those people that have done work. I mean, sorry, played on themselves and so forth. Everything that happens in your life is good. Everything that happens in your life is good. Now, look at it that way. Okay, so you went through, the, I, man, I've been through some dark freaking moments, bro. I was in a straitjacket, bro. Okay, thank God. That was a good moment in my life because what it did, it was shifted me. Okay, I remember the, talking about the money and stuff. I agree with you about the whole bank account thing. It's all about mind state, bro. Everything's about money. Your relationship with money will determine if you're going to be abundant or not. Okay, period. Okay. And, and once you can get rid of all that negative imprint, if you will, that you've been, you know, money is evil or, or rich people are this or whatever you've been told, read, thought about. Money, by the way, bro, is just energy. That's all it is. And it's a, it's a conduit for, for spreading stuff out into the world. It's all, it's all it is, right? I remember, man, when I was in the jingle business, I used to make a lot of money, right? I used to get residual checks, Skip. We used to call them little blue checks. They came every Tuesday. Sometimes my mailbox would have them this thick. Sometimes they'd be this thick. Sometimes they'd be thousands of dollars, and sometimes they wouldn't. And I remember I was grateful for every one of them, including the ones that came in, which were 47 cents. I'd open the envelope, I'd look at it, and I'd go, thank you, God, I'm 47 cents richer. Now, you, I could look at it and said, oh, shit, man, 47 cents? No, 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 no. Thank you for 47 cents. 
don't get everybody gets caught up in this thing. You know, resistance is a really, really powerful energy that you really need to break through. Okay, because a lot of people resist things because there's some they have some expectation, as I said earlier, or some some something that's keeping them going. And if I do that, geez, what's gonna happen? Well, you probably don't know what's gonna happen unless you do it. At what point in your life did you take on that gratitude around money? Uh, probably, well, you know, uh, I mean, I've always appreciated money, you know, and I've never been, you know, it's funny, I, I've made a lot of money, you know, and, and, and that's great, Paul, great, you made it, hey, good for you, buddy. Um, I've made a lot of money, that's not that important. What I, I always tell, tell my girlfriend about, See, money's got such an energy around it, man, um, that most people um, um, are, are, are of this. I mean, I, I was a, a, um, on the board of directors of a spiritual center. And spiritual centers are very interesting because spiritual, spiritual centers look at money as being, no, man, we can't make money. We're a spiritual center. But then I would say to them, well, yeah, but, you know, to open the door costs money. Got to pay rent here. So look at money differently. So money's just, as I say, it's just energy. It's not how much money you make, and I want to make gazillions, bro. It's what you do with the money. How can you use whatever you, how much money do you need to be happy? Okay, bro. Yeah, I like a couple of houses here, blah, blah, whatever. But it's how, how can I affect change in the world? You know what? I'm not into, I don't have big watches. I'm not into that kind of stuff. I, I don't need to drive a Lamborghini. I don't need any of that flashy stuff. I'm just me. I'm not saying that's good, better, and different. But, but again, the whole idea of, of it, when, you, when you kind of put roadblocks and old patterns and behaviors and thoughts about whatever, blah, blah, expectation, around what it is that you want to create in your life, then you're just having to jump over more hurdles. You're going to already jump over hurdles, bro. I'm telling you, I ran hurdles in high school. You ever run hurdles? Interesting. You get to knock them down, though. See, that's the thing about hurdles. Hurdles are, are designed and built that when you hit them, you don't fall down. When you hit them, they fall down. So the, the goal of a hurdle runner, and that's a very, very, very un unbelievable sport, is to get over the hurdle without knocking it down. And then you keep getting over hurdles and get over hurdles and get over hurdles, and all of a sudden you're in nirvana, if you will, whatever. But, but most people, are, again, get stuck, and they hit one hurdle and they're done. So, you know... Again, the tuning in thing you observe, like we talked about, you observe where you are, okay? Then you know where you can, what, what's going on in your life. So once you observe where you are, you can identify what's holding you back. Could be some kind of thought you have about yourself. It could be some blame thing that you're going to do. And by the way, if you blame somebody for something else that happens in your life, you're off base, man, because everything that happens in your life, you create, okay? Observe, identify, then reframe it, okay? Reframe that thought that's been holding you back. Pivot out of that energy. Right? Okay, okay, so let's break this down real quick. So, because we're on this, this analogy of money, mm -hmm. the first one is identify that there is a hurdle. Observe. Observe that there's a hurdle. So bring conscious awareness to it. Yeah, you don't know what the hurdle is until you observe where you are, mm -hmm. okay? So let's say this, right? If someone right now is listening to the show, mm -hmm. And they were to open their bank account and look at it and have anything other than a beautiful emotional experience. Angst, angst maybe? Okay, mm -hmm. go ahead. Anything other than a beautiful emotion. Right. And, and even if it is a beautiful emotion, you can always up level. There right. can always be an even more powerful. Because if you open your bank account right. and you have this like beautiful gratitude and this feeling of like love that comes in, mm -hmm. no matter what the number is, right. whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it, there's been more or less added to it, you're probably you're probably going to have a really beautiful relationship with money. Absolutely. If that's the emotion that's coming up. Sure. At some point, there's going to be a, a beautiful moment for you if it hasn't already happened. So let's say they pull it up and there's something other than that beautiful emotion. Mm -hmm. That's identifying, okay. What's that emotion? There's, there's something there that could be a more beautiful emotion. Yeah. Right? So that's step one. Step two is... So you okay? Observe. So you open the bank account. That's observe. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, I'm observing how much money I have. Next thing is 
the thought's going to come into your mind, like you just said, some people are going to go, Jesus, why don't I have more? Because they're not grateful. Or, or they're going to have this kind of thing, oh, Jesus, I don't have enough. Whatever, they come, whatever, whatever shows up for them. Okay, so now you're going to identify that emotion or that feeling or that thought or that belief, right? Then you're going to realize and do what I suggest people do is what you just said, which is, okay, open the bank account. Do you have money in the bank? Oh, you do? Cool. Just be grateful. Because if you had no money in the bank, then you'd still be grateful because now you have the opportunity to make money. So it's all about a, a frequency of being able to understand where you are in your life. And if you want to stay there, then fine, stay there. That's your choice. I'm not saying that's good, better, and different because there is no good, better, and different. There just is, okay? And, and, but be grateful for that. So if I open my bank account and I've got $1,000 in, thank you. If I've got $100 in, thank you, okay? If I've got $3 million in it, thank you. Whatever it is, just be grateful for it. But, but if you're going to always be going, it's, uh, it's not enough, uh, it's not enough, then what happens is that thought of it's not enough becomes I'm not enough. And then all of a sudden, everything in your life, if it doesn't show up the way you expect it to, by the thoughts that you think, then you're never going to be enough. And then you're just going to beat yourself up every fucking minute of your day, man. And you know what? That's not going to be healthy for you because then that's going to create dis-ease, stress, shit going on in your body. You know, man, you're, you, know what the, you know about the body more than anybody that I know, man. Everything, every thought, every action, every belief you have is in every cell and fiber of your body. And so if you're going to permeate your system... With negativity, I'm telling you, man, that's all that's going to come out. But, if, like you say, you open the bank account or you look in the mirror in the morning and you go, man, man, I'm ready to tackle this damn day. I've got $20 in my bank account and now I'm going to go multiply it. Then just go do it, man. And don't worry about it. You're going to fall down. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have all that kind of stuff. But if you're in the energetic and committed, determined, and driven to move forward to the desired destination you want to go to by through intention, because you know what that is, okay, then you got to just take, just take one step at a time, man, because the first step is always the hardest one, but until you take it, no dream gets done, man. You know, and today's the day you get to say, I'm living life in my own way. I mean, come on. Stop, stop, turning, stop turning your power over to something outside of you, okay? Because nothing outside of you is going to make you happy unless you're happy. Because you, as we were talking before, you were talking about darkness, you know, your darkness, what you've been, I've been through some moments, bro, too, but life's a mirror image. In order to have a light, you got to have dark. In order to have love, I'm not going to use the word hate, but you got to have whatever you want to call it. So, it's, 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 it's forces that work within each other. And then what happens is the more that you feel and you understand that, okay, I don't need to be jealous and envy. I need to love. And when I love, my life feels better. Mm. And to quote one of the previous guests on this show, Garen Jones, if you spot it, you got it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So by focusing on appreciating what you see in maybe Paul in this interview or in anyone in your life that you are inspired by, you are pulling that energy into yourself. You know, we take all of the things that we love from the people around us. Right. So not can... only the people, what you eat, what you watch, what you listen to, what you read. Okay, that's why, you know, in the morning, man, you know, when I do my routine, my morning ritual, I, I'm very, very intentionally specific. Mm. I've never said that before, as I like to intentionally specific. Okay, so I'm, I'm putting good stuff in my system. There's enough stuff out, you know the noise that's out here, man? Yes. There's enough of that noise that if you start listening too much to the noise, you know what you become? The noise. Okay. I don't want to hang around with, I, I love everybody. I had a friend, man, 
This guy would do anything for me and vice versa. Love this guy. Love him. May he rest in peace. Marty, Marty B. Every time I talk to Marty, bro, I say, hey, Marty, how you doing, bro? Oh, man. It's like the world is coming to an end tomorrow. And finally, one day I said, you know, Marty, I really love you, bro. I just can't be around you anymore. And I will just love you from afar. My brother and I, I love my brother. I love my brother. My brother and I have, have some disagreement going on. It's been going on for a long time. I still love him. He's my brother, okay? But I'm not going to let that stuff, I'm not going to worry about that stuff. I sent him a text on his birthday. He doesn't reply back. That's his choice, okay? So people, places, and things, we've all heard that. But you got to surround yourself with your environment. So now we can do the converse. The environment that's, that sparks the environment that you want to live in, man. Because everything's a freaking mirror image of some thought and belief that you have. And I know we don't have a lot of time left in the interview. And I want to give... Some, I talk a lot, don't I? Oh, it's wonderful. I want to give some mass... And your, your voice. I want to give some massive value to the audience with mm -hmm. something that I know you have some very unique uh, experiences with. So when we talk about the conversation of money, we talked about the conversation around energy, around money, frequency, mm -hmm. around money, the gratitude. We gave them a step-by-step. -step, right. There's another element of this that's really important that I feel like I don't hear a lot of. And the, the element of this is how to create a structure that is ideal for you in receiving that money, that energy. So for instance, you can have a great energy around money and you can be a janitor at a high school and love the amount of money that you're making. Mm -hmm. You could also have a great energy around money and decide that you want to create a team of janitors that are going to do the best job of any janitor team ever. And you're going to manage said team and grow it around the country. At the same time, you could say you're going to create the best cleaning product for this one thing and own this niche market. And you're going to figure out how to grow that one product at an 80% gross profit. At the same time, you could create a brand that has the best products for janitors around the world. That's going to be at the best value at the best gross margin for you. Right. And that you can just keep up leveling the, the system or the structure that you create to receive that money and creating the right structure or thinking of a higher level of structure is is a really important thing with money and something that we've talked about in the past few days of getting to spend a lot of time together is and we can just use this example this objective example of the jingle business right and how you've created it in such a way to own the rights for your music so what's the process of thinking I, I gave them some objective examples with the janitor mm -hmm. what are some other like examples of how you've thought about creating structures to receive money as opposed to just doing like gigs and you've got these blue checks instead <laughs> that are residuals that keep coming in that's a beautiful way yeah. to earn money i'll give you a great example okay so first of, first of all um the word everybody that hear, hear what he said structure you got to have some structure in your life. Now I know, I want, I know, man, I want to be spontaneous. You can still be spontaneous and have a structure. You got to have some kind of a structure for you to go follow through because you can't just be flying by the seat of your pants. I guess you can. That just doesn't work for me. So here's what I do. So, so I'll take um, um, the jingle business is a good example, but even a better example is my Good Morning Great Day. Okay, so I write Good Morning Great Day, write it in the morning. Okay. Stream of consciousness. The last thing I do on my ritual, okay? Because you know why I write it the last thing in the morning? Because I've now spent 50 minutes putting good stuff in my mind. So I'm ready to write some really good stuff, at least in my opinion. Write Good Morning, Great Day one time, okay? Got a book deal for it, as you know. Write it one time. Now I take that Good Morning, Great Day that I wrote. I own it, okay? So I'm creating a brand called Good Morning, Great Day, What's part of the brand? Well, the book's part of the brand. Oh, I'm doing a course too. It's called Good Morning, Great Day. The most beautiful part of this that I've seen so far is that you write it for yourself. Absolutely. Therefore, you've written over a thousand of them. Absolutely. Before any of this happened. Absolutely. And something I want to highlight in that structure 
is that the KPI, the measurable for you, was not about what business it might become. Mm-mm. It was creating something that was for you that you would do every day no matter what. And now there's a brand. Right. And going back to what we said an hour ago, I love doing it. Mm. Now, if it was a, if it was like, oh my God, I got to write. What am I going to say? I don't even, I never say to myself, what am I going to say? I just sit down and shit flows. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Book. The, the visual I got from you saying shit flows wasn't great, but, but I, I, I love the idea. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, but, so write good morning, great day. Now I'm creating a course called Good Morning, Great Day. What is that course? The course is about rituals. What's going to be part of that course? It's going to be, I'm going to be talking to people like you. We were in the coffee shop downstairs and we talked about, you know, you know what I'm doing? And you tell me what you did. You, you run to Abbott Kinney. You do this. You do that. So you, you setting yourself up. So, so there's a course now. It's coming up, right? Now I take what I wrote and I say, okay, there's six thoughts in that thing, right? Six paragraphs, five line paragraphs. So now what I do is I take, I take two paragraphs, put them together, whatever. I just figure out which ones work well together because they're all, and now I'm making cards. They're called sculpting your life cards. So they're daily cards. Then I take two more and I make good morning, great day cards, right? Then I take two more and I make daily hafisms. Okay. So now I've got, I'm multi-purposing or repurposing. So my suggestion to anybody that's creating content in their life or creating a business in their life, like you said, you, uh, you know, our good friend, Joe Polish. Okay. So Joe Polish, who, who's a, one of my dearest friends, I love you, Joe. Okay. Joe Polish has this thing called the genius network. As you know, it's a very high end, high level entrepreneur, a lot of conscious people, whatever. So Joe used to be a carpet cleaner. That's how Joe started. Okay. So one day Joe woke up and he's very interested in marketing and said, you know what? I think I can teach people how to market to carpet cleaners. So he created a business to market to carpet cleaners. So taking the janitor, okay? Cause you know, in the janitor ex- uh, example, there's a, this hotel we're in has a cleaning staff. It might be an outside staff or it might be on staff, but let's say it's an outside staff. Okay, so they hired an outside staff to clean the hotel. So that's that the guy that owns that business started it some way somehow and said to himself, "Hmm, I don't just have to clean the local high school. I can go and clean the big hotels too." And so forth and so on and so forth. And then he could also create a marketing course for people who are janitors who want to market their janitorial skills. So always think bigger picture. Be a visionary as opposed to a follower, okay? Like I follow a lot of people that I want to be inspired by. Don't get me wrong. You, you need to, you, there's always room for mentorship and so forth, right? You know, I follow you, man. I look at you and I go, man, I could learn a ton of shit from, from Skip. Excuse me, a ton of stuff from Skip, okay? But, and that's how I look at things. So every time I'm creating a relationship, because it's all about relationships, I'm not looking for something. I'm looking to be inspired, by somebody, okay, could, who could who opens my eyes to think differently, okay, and so it's all about relationships. So so when you when you're creating what you're creating in life, understand that my my good morning great day is a vehicle for me to create a relationship with people, and it's a one to one relationship which becomes one to many. So look at it that way. And and then and then you become a, a a visionary and a big picture thinker, as opposed to going, oh, okay, mm. what do you do, Paul? Well, you know, I'm, I'm this. I do this. No, 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 man, I'm doing this. I I always tell people I'm Italian. I throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. And something you've inferred throughout it is that uh, sometimes you can give yourself some intentional years, months decades depending on what you're doing to build the skills necessary Mm -hmm. to build the bigger structures right like when i started with media i I took like an original media client and Mm -hmm. it was such a depressing project that i was like cool not doing that until i got a lot better yeah and as i got better i went hmm i I know some things and i did some projects and then i was like okay that was that was okay and as i got better and better the more i did the more i was like oh like i 
I really understand some things mm -hmm. and now can see like crazier successes. Right. And that's just grown more and more to where you can create bigger and bigger structures. So give yourself time right. to develop the skills. And if you're listening or watching this right now and you're listening to Paul and you sound, this sounds inspiring, but it doesn't sound like you're capable of doing it. You are. This isn't a possibility for you. Maybe there's something deeper to look at, like we met, referenced earlier yeah. in seeing yourself in a different way and you have all these programs what's what's yeah. the website i'm going to tell you in a minute but i'm, I'm just, I just going to anchor what you just said i apologize bro but here's the gig ready 20 minutes ago we were talking about there's good and everything love what you do and so forth here's what you just said you said you know man i took this media thing and i worked with this client and i didn't really want to do it and blah blah and then i learned this and then i did that and then i had that and all of a sudden boom so from not being totally inspired now you wouldn't do anything that you don't really want to do uh, you to from not being totally inspired, but from taking the good of your first gig and turning that into what you do now. That's, I mean, do we need to say any more? So therefore everybody, there's good in every situation. It might not look like you think it should look. You might have a picture in your mind that's not the picture that you're living right now. But guess what? When you wake up every morning, you have a blank canvas that you get to sculpt any damn way you want to. So why don't you just sculpt it the way you want to? Anyway. If you want to hear more about the business <laughs> stuff, I highly recommend digitally stalking Alex Hermosi. I've, 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 I've got that book, The $100 Million Thing. Mm -hmm. I know Alex too. I mean, that book is marked, marked, marked. He's right. Alex, he's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. There's so much free content where yeah. you can just listen to him. It's very low pressure, just constant education around business and right. around money yeah. and how to think about it. And just taking on his beliefs is, I think, really a great idea for everybody. Sure. And you've got this whole Sculpting Your Life program yeah. that helps people... I mean, do everything that we're talking about, but also see themselves in a more beautiful light. And I think seeing yourself in a more beautiful light every day, gosh, there's, there's nothing that's going to, in, in my experience of life thus far, there's nothing that's going to elevate your relationships, your friendships, your significant other, your money, your business, your purpose, your passion, the energies that you just live with, your spirituality, all of that, seeing yourself in a more beautiful light is going to elevate all of it. Absolutely. Because it's going to open more doors for you. You're going to open your Absolutely. own doors for yourself. Sure. Right? Yeah. What What is this website? So sculptingyourlife.com, S-C-U-L-P-T-I-N-G-Y-O-U-R-L-I-F-E, sculptingyourlife.com. That's my main my main uh, 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 system and other things flow out of it. My brain technology, my music, good morning, great day, blah, blah. But um, see, Sculpting Your Life is all about getting out of your own way, Skip, as we've talked, because that's your biggest obstacle is you. So you sculpt, and here's the word that everybody needs to think about who they are. So you sculpt the masterpiece known as you, because you're a freaking masterpiece already. You just got too much stuff, you heap too much stuff on you, so that art, that beautiful piece of art that you are, you can't really see it, because there's too much stuff in front of it. But when Michelangelo did, when he saw the block of granite, his all he did was take everything in the way, out of the way, and there's David. So you're a David or you're a skip, or I'm a Paul, whatever. You're a masterpiece, so just sculpt it, man. And once you do that, then then the world is an open book for you to have anything you want. So sculptingyourlife.com, go there. Um, my email is uh, paulhoffman24 at gmail.com. Send me an email if you have any questions. I'm an open book. Most people that I do these things with say, what are you giving your email out? You know, I'm giving my email out because I'm here to serve. I'm here to help people. Now, the other thing I do, which most people tell me not to do, but I don't really care what most people tell me not to do, because when people tell me not to do it, bro, what am I going to do? If they go right, you go left. Uh, that's right. Here's my cell phone number. 323-810-5588. 323-810-5588. Now, you have permission to text me or call me. And if I get, if you get my message, by the way, you're going to want to call my phone because my message is awesome. Leave a message. Say, I heard you on Skip's thing. I'd love to ask you a question. I will get back to you. Okay. 
don't call me with super, superfluous whatever stuff is because you don't want to be in the land of superfluous. You want to be in the land of action. But I'm here to serve, okay? Most people won't call me because they're afraid to call me. I'm, when, when I sell products or do things like that, I, I, I sometimes answer my own customer service calls. Happened last week. Some guy bought, bought one of my brain things, and then um, he had a question, and so I called him. And he said, I said, hey, man, uh, how you doing? He said, who's this? I said, it's Paul Hoffman. He said, no, it's not Paul Hoffman. I said, yes, yeah, Paul Hoffman. So wow, I'm just like you. That's who's ever insanely listen- generous. <laughs> who's ever listening to this, I'm just like you. We all start from the same place, but our trajectory is driven by our mind states, our beliefs, our habits, and the actions we take. I usually ask when people fall in love with you, how do they digitally stalk you? But you just gave way more than anyone has ever given. Stalk me as much as you want. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Paul. Skip, thanks for having me. I I really love you and appreciate you. And and everybody knows that who's ever watching this, I always like to say this at the end when I do these things. This guy here, this guy here is one of the seventh wonders of the world. Follow him and your life will take a massive, massive turn in the right direction. And likewise. Much love, bro. 